Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can and will bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. And today we are talking about that creative learning curve. Yeah. Coming to a deeper understanding of what it is we're making and how we make it. Yeah. I figured, uh, you know, we have episodes for artists who have been doing it for a very long time. We have episodes for people who want to start. Yeah, of course. And I think this is one of those. Well, I would say that even if you've been doing it for a long time, you still got a learning curve. Yeah. I mean, you're never truly done learning. I and we're learning new things. We're learning new ways to learn. New mediums. New media. New media. Yeah. Media. Uh, so, yeah. You know, we're just going to cover three big ways that you can speed up that learning curve. Great. Let's do it. All right. So, number one is know when to copy and when to innovate. Know when to hold them. And know when to fold them. Know when to fold them. Uh, so this is about when you're learning processes. Uh, you know, it's okay to copy your influences and things you like when you're learning how to do the thing. Uh, if you're m- making your first painting ever, yep. you're learning how to paint. You're learning a physical process of putting paint on a brush if I move it this way, if I make strokes it, with this much pressure, what's it going to look like? Craft, if you you're will. You're crafting something. Uh, if you're recording a song, you know, you're playing the song, but you're also capturing that recording with a microphone and with a computer. So you're kind of doing two things at once. You're making something and you're kind of capturing what you're making at the same time. And so when you're doing that, I think it's okay to kind of copy somebody. Or copy a work that someone else made. If you're learning how to record music, it's okay to start by recording a cover song. I I would encourage that because you're not worried about making creative decisions as much as you are learning about making recording decisions. If you're painting something and you're brand new to painting, you just bought paints and a canvas, it's okay to look at a real life object and just paint a copy of it. It's okay yeah. to look at a painting that's already been painted and just try to copy it as well as you can because you're learning that physical process of the making. Well, how many 16-year-olds sit in their bedroom just like playing, learning how to play guitar riffs? Right. And then that ends up, you know, once you learn the craft of playing guitar, then you can begin riffing, if you will. Right. On your knowledge and ability. Yeah, if I gave you a guitar and then I taught you scales, I wouldn't say, all right, go write a riff. Yeah. There is something to be said about kind of copying your influences or just building upon something that you're influenced by. So that's uh, that's number one. Cool. Number two, and this is going to be a quick episode because we're all about speeding things up this episode. Yeah, it's all about uh, speeding up that learning curve. Exactly. So number two is committing to making some bad art. And this is going to be kind of a 50-50, half one way of an advice and half is going the other way. So for a while, I had a goal to read more books. Okay. And so I was reading, uh, this sounds dumb, but I was reading advice on how to read more books, which you would say just read the book instead of that advice. Mm. But like systems and stuff. Someone could say that. I probably would say that. Yeah, just read the book. Let's but, meet, Let's stop meeting about having meetings. Yeah. Let's just have the meeting and then get to work. But the way my brain works, I'm like, a, if I have a system, maybe I'll stick to it better. And one piece of advice that I read was, it, you don't have to finish every book that you start. Oof. 
So just because you started a book doesn't mean you have to read the whole thing. And then if you didn't read the whole thing, that is a failure. In fact, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. The last two books I bought that I see up there, I read maybe a quarter of. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, were you enjoying the books or do you feel like you got out of Oh, no, I intentionally stopped reading them because I was like, this is not the the journey I want to take. Right. And when you're creating something, you can make that same kind of call. Of course. You can look at something and say, this is not the journey that I want to take with my art. And it is okay to stop working on a piece and move on to something else if you feel like you're not liking how it's coming out. Now, on the flip side. Give me that other 50%. The other 50%. On the flip side, you should commit to finishing some of those quote-unquote bad pieces because it is a skill to bring art to the finish line. And it is an important thing to do to understand and practice that finishing process. Like if you're a woodworker, for example, you want to make furniture. If you gave up on every piece because you didn't like the shape of the table that you're making... You're never going to practice sanding and staining and putting on the clear coat. So sometimes you're going to make a table that you think this looks terrible, but I'm going to sand it. I'm going to stain it. I'm going to paint it. I'm going to do whatever it is to take it across the finish line because I need to practice those steps too. Yeah. And also things mature at different ages. Like a a work can be pretty lame for the first 50% and then really come to life in the final details of the thing or you could make an edit later on that you're like oh this actually would be good if i just change this one thing which is another way to approach this of like you have a cachet of 60 to 80 percent finished things and reevaluate those from time to time maybe a new opportunity is presenting itself oh for sure but uh yeah for for the sake of speeding up your learning curve i think committing to finishing pieces even if you're not in love with them is good because you do want to kind of practice taking stuff across that finish line a lot of people do have that 60 to 80 percent finished bank and you ask what they finished lately and you kind of get a shrug and it's like all right well probably would have been you know good before you started piece number 60 yeah to finish piece number three Mm. so number two is finish up some of that okay work and number three, this one is uh, is an interesting one because you, when I showed you the episode notes, you said number three is scary to tell artists this. Uh, I definitely didn't say scary, but that's fine. I'll let you take it. <laughs> you said, I don't know if I would give them this advice, uh, which is... I actually, in fact, said this following piece of advice is usually bad advice for artists. That's what I said. Right. So here, what what could this phrase be? What could this be? And is this truth in advertising? Uh, did I did I pick the right phrase? We'll find out together. But number three is trust your instincts. And you know, artists, we have instincts. Sure, of we course. all have natural inclinations. Yeah. Um, but this is not about instincts of like so much decision making outside of the creative process. I'm saying trust your creative instincts. Because sometimes there's an urge to drift away from something that comes easily to us or something that we intuitively know, because if it feels easy, then maybe we're worried that people will see through that Hmm. and think, oh, they're just phoning it in. They're doing something that's easy for them. But some artists have a style 
that might not be hard for them to create uh, and it comes to them naturally, that is really cool and really good. Um, for example, someone like Jackson Pollock uh-huh. or uh, Basquiat, uh-huh. I wouldn't consider their art like hard to make on yep. a mechanical level. Right. And so if they were the type of person that didn't trust their instincts, maybe they would beat themselves up about it and they would say, oh, well, this is, you know, I'm splattering paint on a canvas. No one's, I like it, but no one's going to care. Mm-hmm. And they might, you know, Pollock might have sat there and tried to convince himself that he needs to be more like Michelangelo. And there's a, you know, there's an alternate reality out there where Jackson Pollock never did anything noteworthy because he was trying to copy Michelangelo and make something that would impress people. In the multiverse, you mean? In the multiverse, yeah. Got it, okay. Um, so there's a world where maybe he doesn't become the artist that he was because he didn't trust his instincts and yeah. do something that felt intuitive to him. Um, for like an example, a more modern one, Guy Harvey. <laughs> what does that guy paint? You know what I mean? What does he paint? At this point, probably nothing. Fish, sharks, the rare squid, uh-huh. a tarpon here and there, you know? But he's a lifelong career painter. And apparently only paints them on t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a long process. He paints each shirt by hand. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? He never stopped and went, well, maybe he did, but... You know, he didn't give up on fish after fish number three and go, ah, uh, fish are getting easy. So let me paint something else. You know, he painted more fish. And I think that's okay. It's okay to let yourself kind of paint more of something that you're good at painting. Trust your instincts. Trust your paint instincts. Paint more fish. Paint more fish. <laughs> you know, I uh, there's this artist I follow on YouTube. His name is like Struthless. And he had a video where he talked about uh, the best like drawing advice that he ever got was to draw the same thing every single day. Mm. I don't know if you, you've seen I've that. that. And so he picked like swans, I think. And so every day he drew a swan, but by the end he did it like every day for a year, drew a different swan. By the end he was making like these crazy art pieces mm. with swans mm-hmm. in them. And, and he was like showing the from the first swan to the last one. The first one was just like a basic, thing by the end he was doing these crazy like comics with tons of swans i have seen this yeah Yeah. and um he ended up selling a book of the series by the end he was making these swans and he became known for it yeah and so i think you know trusting that instinct of like all right if i want to draw this and make this i'll do it so this is a great example of why i say it's dangerous to say trust your instincts because I think a lot of people, when they hear trust your instincts, they interpret that as do what you feel like. Right. And no one feels like drawing swans every day. Mm-hmm. So I would say I still stand by my statement that this is a dangerous thing to say because what you just gave an example of is a guy who probably went against his instincts and ended up with a really great piece that he was able to present to the world. All right. But so go ahead and trust your instincts. So, That's fine. So... And- Maybe examine your instincts. And <laughs> I'm always for I examination. Think that That's a great, a good thing. idea. Yeah, you know. And if you end up making the same thing, or, I mean, how many people do we know that pick up one medium of art mm-hmm. or one style, and then they make two or three pieces, and then as soon as they get good at it, they're like, ah, it's too predictable, and they move on. You know, I've seen people do that. I don't know how many people I know who've done that. More than one. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, that's our three 
tips. Can you review them real quick, please? Oh, I would be happy to review them. Three real ways quick. to speed up your creative learning process. Number one, know when to copy and know when to innovate. Number two, number two, commit to making some quote unquote bad art. Numero tres, evaluate your, your instincts. instincts. Great. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, here at the Entrepreneur Podcast. We'll see you next week.